Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dungeons and Doritos is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop role-playing podcast. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Hex. Hi, I'm Colin. Hi, I'm Lefty. I'm Rule. This is a show where we do actual tabletop role-playing using the Saga's RPG system. Whee. Developed and by none other. Developed by none other than our game master, Rule Nudson. And we then edit it into a radio drama. So uh, hopefully you know the score. If not, head to DungeonsandDoritos.com where uh, you can pick up either at the very beginning with our newly remastered first two episodes or jump in to this season or book, as we like to call it, right there on the front page indicated, uh, hopefully uh, very clearly, as to where you can start. Every episode we do is scored by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve Bortz. It is entirely available for you to download. Pay what you want, and if you do pay, and we certainly hope you do, because all that money goes to support the composers and uh, they, they generally use that money to, uh, to buy new equipment to make even better sounds. That and drugs. That and, well, they're yeah. musicians. Huggers. How else are they going to get inspired for their music? Right. Right. Yeah, for Dungeons and Doritos. Right. Right. They just sprinkle, you know, the Doritos on the, on the hookers. Or the, the drugs. <laughs> Hook, hugs, hookers and drugs. And Doritos. And Doritos. <laughs> it's a Support their habits. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into this episode hardcore, we got some uh, response from some fans we got to talk about. David Walter wrote in and he said, it's always a high point when I get an email notification from Bandcamp about a new album release from you guys. It means I get more rockin' tunes and there's even more adventure to go with them. If you're not following Dungeons and Doritos on our social streams like, uh, like Bandcamp, but not just Bandcamp, but Facebook as well, you might be missing out on some stuff such as a, uh, an early track that we released. It was so good done by, uh, done by Mike McQuinn that we couldn't hold it back. So uh, be sure to uh, keep an eye out on all that stuff. 
And also, last episode, we put out a call asking fans if they would be interested in a full set of role-playing dice, some type of Dungeons & Doritos element to it. And uh, we've done dice in the past, but only D6s. And we and we got a, we got a good amount of responses. If that's something that would interest you, like a like a full set D twenty and uh, through three, <laughs> uh, styled in different ways, perhaps in each a, a die die uh, pertaining back to a character or something like that. Uh, let us know, please do, because it's gonna be we we need to get an exact quote, but it's gonna be expensive, likely, and we need to know there's an there's an audience for it. Otherwise, uh, it's uh, might be a mistake. <laughs> did you get Did you get all the emails for my separate ac- accounts for the bar, the Barty set? No. Not Colin at gmail.com. <laughs> Definitely not Colin at gmail.com. This is not Colin. Okay, this is Colin at gmail.com. <laughs> I really want a Barty D20 at gmail.com. <laughs> Alex Balster said, just officially saying that I'm interested in a full set of Dungeons and Doritos themed dice. I got the D6 set with habanero flavor way back when, and I'm extremely satisfied. At the time, I was running the Savage World system, which is D6 reliant. And one of the mechanics is that the dice that rolls the maximum number can be rolled again and added. A few weeks after I bought them, the habanero one was named the D6 of death by my players after rolling over 42 sessions in a row. The other ones are similarly good. I cycle my dice fairly regularly, but my D&D dice and the bag that came in are seen at every session I run. Nice. To get the chance to repeat that legend with the full set, hell yes. Jerry Appel said, Salutations, awesome people. I would love to get a full set of D&D dice as I am a regular player and love listening to you guys. A couple questions, though. What colors would be available for the regular Doritos dice set? And what price point would they come in at? On the other show, you guys hinted that it could end up pretty costly, so I'm curious to find out how many pennies I need to save. You guys are awesome and keep up the great work. Well, um... A the, floor's worth of pennies. The answer is, for this for this complete dice set and, floor. and maybe a bag for them to come in, we, on, we wouldn't want to charge you guys more than $20. That's so it. that's the absolute cutoff. What you should do is you should get a bag of Doritos. You should empty it by eating all the Doritos. And I'm talking like a big bag of Doritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you use that to store all your pennies. Yes. <laughs> yes. That would and work. Then you just mail us <laughs> the whole bag of a Doritos. Bag of, of pennies. Yes. Uh, as th- long as that bag <laughs> is, is full of pennies. This is not official. <laughs> this is this is not officially sanctioned. We we uh we don't know all the details yet, but we are really Mail it we, to Colin Peterson <laughs> <laughs> at nerdyshow.com. We are really Digitizing. excited at the prospect of doing a, a set where each die is themed after a different character from the the show with a different unique facing for a critical. Um, that's what, and, and maybe in a different color for each of them and maybe even a different material for each of them, depending Darren Reed said on Twitter, he said, I just started listening to the new D and D episode. So excited and absolute. Yes. I will pay premium for a full D and D dice set. Hashtag do want. There's been other people writing in the forums. Thank you guys so much. We'll, we'll price this out. We'll come up with a concept and we'll see how much it's going to take to execute. Cause we would love to do it. If you're interested in some of the, um, you know, behind the scenes stuff or really talking to us. Hop on those forums because we frequent them often. And uh, especially with D&D, I love to be a part of those conversations. As Rule hops into those conversations as well. If you have conversations. Very infrequently. But questions for him. <laughs> and so we're, we're happy to talk to you guys about that stuff. Yeah. It's unscripted. So we don't know what the hell is going to happen. I mean, we have a general story idea, but it's not, you know. I don't know what's going to happen this episode. We weren't planning on <laughs> No idea there was going to be a werewolf fight involved until nope, that no, happened. Nope. <laughs> Spoiler, uh, alert. spoiler alert. Hey, listen to the last episode if you haven't listened to this one. <laughs> <laughs> we already told him that. That's true. If you want to support D&D, there's all kinds of ways you can do it, like uh, supporting the network on Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdyshow, buying stuff on Amazon at nerdyshow.com slash Amazon, just follow the links, or the uh, recently overhauled Nerdy Show store where you can pick up all kinds of cool stuff, including relatively new D&D stickers. 
I've got the <laughs> D&D uh, and Nerdy Show stickers on my car right now. Me too. Yeah, they were the first stickers I put on my new car. Nerd. Yes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got one more thing, one more thing from a fan, and it involves these Doritos. This is the perfect crossover point. Dear Dungeons and Doritos cast, this is Sean Lalor from the frozen lands of Canada. I send you a gift of delicious corn triangles. There are two flavors that I believe are only found here in Canada. The first one is extreme pickle. I know that it has already been sampled in the past and is considered a delicacy amongst the dragonborn. You are completely correct. I don't know. I felt a little uncomfortable when um, Relatrix and Izzy were in here and they were eating that intense pickle. They were making some jokes that made me feel uncomfortable. You're in the wrong business. <laughs> they made me feel uncomfortable with their intense pickle jokes. Well, what you need to understand is that apparently it's the ladies that love the intense pickle flavor most of all. And you just got to learn to accept that. Just lie back and take it. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Lie, lie, call and lie back. Lie back and think of Doritoden. <laughs> but intense pickle is not all Sean Lalor brought us. He also brought the limited time offer of ketchup, which is in a throwback bag from oh. Canada. So this might have been a flavor long ago in, in the, the time of the, the 1980s or perhaps early 90s. Um, this bag is so beautifully designed. It makes me very happy. I almost don't <laughs> want to open it because it's so perfect. Just, uh, you know, preserve it and frame it afterward. While it is very common to have regular ketchup flavor potato chips, Doritos only release this flavor once in a while and only for a short time. Yeah, we've never had this. It's never come to America, to my knowledge. He provided us Doritos for the <laughs> entire cast. I know you don't like tomato. I hate tomato. But just smell it. It smells like ketchup. Just smell it. No. <laughs> just smell the sack, Hex. Just smell the sack. <laughs> Get a whiff. Just put your face in there deep. Thank you for, give it, give it uh, thank you all for such an entertaining whiff. podcast. And oh, each episode always makes my day. <laughs> Sincerely, Sean Lalor. Ketchup. That smells great. I know, man. God. That sounds, that so, sounds good. So, right. so good. Okay, so here's what else we're eating. We got the intense pickle. We got the ketchup. And we also have, from Japan, wasabi beef. It's uh, on, the, on the bag is a, is a medium-rare steak with a dollop of wasabi on it. Lefty had the genius idea that all these three chips should be combined to make one glorious, glorious burger Dorito. Ooh. I'm going to have cheese with mine. <laughs> and, oh, and Rule has some nacho cheese here, so uh so you're having a hamburger. I'm gonna have a cheeseburger. I'm gonna try oh, the wasabi beef. Wasabi beef ones are hard to open. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna wasabi beef it first. I'm nervous. Oh god, that smells good. You will not like it, Hex, at all. I'm not mm. them, thank you. That wasabi beef is awesome. Oh, the wasabi flavor is amazing. Oh wow, Wow, that really awesome. kicks in there, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is taking me back. Oh, it'll take me way back. Oh, I can't wait to eat these ketchup chips. <laughs> oh my god! All right, toss me a ketchup chip. Okay. And and okay. also on the table in a game, uh, Colin Rule and I will be playing. Last time we had uh, Doritos Roleta from Brazil. Well, now Roleta has become Roulette, and it is here in America. And it's a bag of chips where uh, only some of them are extremely spicy, and the other ones are not. All right. All right. So I'm putting a beef pickle and ketchup. All together. Are you doing the same rule? Beef, pick, pickle, ketchup, and cheese. Oh, che oh cheese! <laughs> I, I need a hookup, too. Oh, yeah, okay. Thank you, Hex. All right. We got all these together here. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, you guys. That worked. That is some gourmet shit right there. Dude, I'm going to put wasabi on my burgers from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is a good idea. Holy shit. <laughs> this is... Super good. Oh my god. Guys. I'm gonna do it again. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna do it again too. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna eat it any other way now. I mean, that's just, that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the money. 
This is going to be an extra crunchy episode for me. <laughs> I had never known that pickle and wasabi would go together. I thought that they were going to clash. But no. no the, the wasabi makes the pickle taste better. Yeah. And, and that it, pickle taste is really strong. Yeah. It's so intense. Oh, that thank pickle. you, yes. Hex are missing out, man. I'm... You like burgers, though, right? I love burgers. Do you put ketchup on your burgers? Nope. Mm. And I don't like pickles. For some reason, when you mix them together, the spice is not there. Yeah, it goes yeah. away. It's very bizarre. Yeah. And I'm, I'm being legit. I'm not, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm, I'm, I would not. I know you're a version of spice. Let me pause. Okay. And fill up my water. <gasps> and I'll give it a shot. Yes! Yay! Okay. Wait, I'm making a book. Just shoot me at him because I'm not there to do it. I'm there doing it. All right, Hex. All right, here it goes. You can do it, set. buddy. He has a face of, 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 of he's a pensive, pondering face. It's it's processing. Processing. He's reaching oh, for the water. He's reaching for the water. Oh, he he's making an he ugly got, face. He got the wasabi. Did you get the wasabi? Is that what happened? You got wasabied? I got a lot of ketchup and pickle mixed together. Yeah. Oh. That was no. But before that, it was weird. It was okay, but it was okay. Well, the, hey, the spice is there, but not there. It's not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now, weird. Now here's the thing. Now that you have tasted it already, you've already put it in your mouth. You've put the wasabi beef in your mouth. Do you want to put another wasabi beef in your mouth? No. Just to see if there's a difference. No. I'm curious, but the experimentation for science, hex for science. <laughs> no, I'm staying. I'm cool with just cheese. Not for not for science. Nope. I thought that you would do anything for science. No. Okay. But he won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do anything for science, science. but I won't do that. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, we could mash up Thomas Dolby and Meatloaf. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, I'm 100% behind this. It's interesting that we're doing this, considering that Doritos has successfully, I might add, in America, made a hamburger Dorito. Yeah. And, it, and it was very good. Yeah, this is admittedly better. Oh yeah, but only because of the wasabi beef. <laughs> it's, it's so gourmet. This this tastes like a Dorito they'd serve at a fancy party. Yes, I don't, it feels like honestly, it feels like I'm eating lunch. Like it feels like I'm having a, a substantial meal. It's tricking my uh, my taste buds into you know that I'm having a. What you're implying is that this is modern day lemless bread. Yeah. It's tricking my it eating is. disorder into thinking I'm having There's a meal. There's no such thing as modern-day Limbus bread because it never existed. <laughs> You're talking real-world Limbus bread. Now who's being naive? <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, before we get this adventure started, we're going to open up the bag of roulette, and I'm taking the first chip, and Colin, Rule, and I will be playing this game. <laughs> oh, they're all, like, the same color. Like, you truly uh, During can't tell. the episode. What did you get? Did you get bland? I really didn't. I, I, I got the first... Chip out the bag is spicing up the hell out of my mouth right now. Bland. Bland. And I'm, you know, you never, I may have gotten the only chip in the bag and it was right on top. Wow. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but woo! And, and this is the second time I've gotten it. This is the second time. Bland. Bland. This oh, is boring. This is so the worst roulette ever. Well, when last we saw our heroes. No, wait, 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 wait. We're, stop right there. We're, we just shut up. We've got, we're going to jump. Up. Yeah, we're jumping right into this because we, we left on a really important thing here. We got to get this covered. Well, fine. You're too good for Galdep. Fine. I just don't want to waste my time with your time. <laughs> You're ridiculous. You're dead to me. You're dead to me, game master. You're dead to me, game master. If I wasn't telling a story, you wouldn't have a job. I'm on strike. <laughs> Don't cross the picket line! 
<laughs> you don't have to worry about that. Galdaf the scab. <laughs> Union joke. <laughs> All right, so let me try this. So when we last left, Barty was wounded and injured, arms shredded. He's slumped up against a wall. Immediately, VMAC charges in, pushes past everybody violently, grabs Barty, and starts running. And I mean, he's hauling ass. Oh, VMAC, I'm so sorry. Quiet, quiet now. Ready for anything. They could come out from the walls. Who knows? I'm ready to. I'm, I've got Jamala's back, and I'm running after. We've got to get out of here! Uh, the whole while, I'm going to be attempting to try to run and heal, if that's even possible. It's going to be highly modified, but yeah, you can do that. Uh, that would be a 12, and then for effect, that'd be 6. You know, he's not bleeding, bleeding out. You're slowing it, but you're still jostling and running. So you guys are pressing on. They're following you very closely, by the way, the ones that had attacked him. And I am avenging lighting them when they get too close. Okay, roll that. Oh, it's a failure. But, but, uh, critical failure on both my dies, but it's still plus eight. Yeah, so you miscast it, you're, you're freaking out. You try to cast this thing, and, and the light just kind of fizzles from your hand. You look at, oh shit, and just start hauling ass. It's not a straight shot back to the docks. So you guys are running. You have to make a, 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 a decision left or right. People in front are kind of making these decisions. And I'm okay with that. You know, they turn one corner and lefty, you and the guard are confronted by a wall of... They look like the diseased corpses of the people that, you know, that, that, that would have died during the plague. Uh. Um, but they don't move like slow disease corpses. They're crawling almost on all fours, and they're they're pretty fast, and they're heading in th- towards you from, from the direction you guys just turned. I'm getting my sword out, and I'm going to do some beheadings while running past them. You can't... You, you could try to run past them, but you're going to get surrounded almost instantly. It's it's turn around and try to go the other way or, or stop where you are and fight them off. But if you push forward, you will be instantly overwhelmed by the sheer number of them. Okay, turn around. <laughs> okay. I'll just you guys. Other way. Bad, bad direction. All right. So you turn down that way. You hit, you crash out into the main, one of the main causeways. Um, it's a much wider road and they're just, at first it looks empty, but then you see the movement from the windows and the tops of the buildings and you see the wolves crawling down the sides of the buildings and, and, and putting themselves into positions around the perimeter. The ones that have already gotten to the ground have only taken a couple steps for, towards you, but they look almost like they're leashed, even though there's nothing leashing them, like they're, they're being, they're, like they're restraining themselves. Right. But they are snarling and, and, and snapping and, and barking very, very, very angrily. Their mouths are just foaming. They're so enraged. Uh, These creatures aren't hunting you for food. They want to rip you to pieces. And at the same time, you get the sense that they're they're definitely being held back by something else. Which probably pisses them off even more. Is he alive, VMAC? Is he going to make it? So another 12 for casting. Okay. And another 6 for effect. Yeah, he's not bleeding out, but he's definitely kind of slipped into unconsciousness. Like, he's just kind of... He's out, but he's not down. We need to get out of here now. 
you guys uh, start heading basically down the only path you have available to you when something crashes out of a second floor window and comes down towards you. Jalapeno brings up her shield and bats to the side, but you guys keep running. You can see the docks. You're going down kind of a slope area. Everything that, that was surrounding you is basically creating a wall of just beasts that are following you now. Just, yeah, there's no going back this way. But the path is clear. Forward, yes. There's no way to go but forward. So you guys just hauling ass? Yes. Okay. 100%. And, and, and the princess, she defended that thing, but she's she's okay? Yeah, she's okay. She basically, when it came in, she knocked it down. She knocked it on its back. You can see above you as you guys are, are heading towards the, and you guys are actually heading into the dock area, things just circling above your head, winged things. You can't make out really what they are as you're running. But uh, that kind of cloud of winged creatures is, is directly above you and following you as you go. Keep one eye to the skies. And we're looking for a boat? Well, you, you, there was no... Sh- you were hoping maybe you, Jack would be around or some ship. But there is nothing out in the water except for ruined boats. Uh, VMAC runs to the as far down the dock as possible and just basically constant kneels and concentrates on healing at this point. Okay. And do can I do any kind of like natural healing or anything like that? Is there anything like my body wants to You can. Yeah, you should have some healing tests left over. Okay. So casting of 16 and a effect of 9. Better. The princess she she basically stands guard over Vmac and and Barty. She's holding her shield up and, and she's just glaring out at the massive of things. She orders the guard to uh, start looking for something, anything that, that there has to be some way off this or out of the city. And he starts digging. He wades out into the water, splashing. He already put his sword in its sheath. He's just kind of pushing aside debris, looking for anything that might be salvageable. Yeah, I jump out there and I start helping, clearing, trying to find something viable. Okay, roll a search. Three. She wades out a bit farther. Pushing aside, she finally um, reaches up. It looks like she's pulling a tarp, but it's probably more like a sail. And she finds the ruin of a small boat. It's like a fishing sailboat meant for just maybe a couple of people. The mast is gone, hence the sail that was covering it. But she she does find something. Getting it moving is going to be a different story. Well, I found this. I'm not sure if we'll fit. I think we'll have to make it work. Let's, let's get on this boat, you guys, and see what we can do. Uh, I'm looking around to see if there's any debris or anything that I can maybe, like, reinforce this with or fix it while we're moving or something, if there's anything I can grab. You wouldn't have the tools, but there's you, you, you see a couple planks of wood from broken stuff that you guys can use as, like, oars or paddles. At least kind of get it moving. The guard, you know, helps the princess get onto the boat. VMAC gets onto the boat and holding uh, Barty, and the thing just kind of dips down below the water line in the back. So now you've got to contend with water lapping over top of the uh, the sidewall of the boat. Uh, if I'm not rolling, then I'll bail <laughs> the boat. Okay. Rolling furiously. Uh, the guard, he's he's pushing pushing the boat. He actually takes off his breastplate and throws that onto the boat to lighten his load. He's pushing the boat out to the water as you guys start paddling. There's no room for him in the boat, so he just kind of holds onto the side as you guys are rowing. It's better than swimming all the way back. No, that guy's... Yeah. He's going to be quite wrinkly. As you look back, you see that the whole area of the docks that you guys were just at is crawling with 
shapes of snarling creatures and that cloud of things that were following you up in the air uh, seemed to have stayed over there at that dock area and it looks like you guys are in the clear but you have a long way to go before you get back to the lighthouse I'm still rowing furiously because I don't trust good fortune okay well a few hours after rowing furiously she's exhausted she throws (laughs) she can't even pick up the oar anymore (laughs) and you guys are just kind of drifting at this point I can stop Uh, rowing whatever VMAC continues to to do the lay on hands or healing hands Barty's wounds are no no longer bleeding. He's in and out of consciousness. As you guys get further along and the sun's setting, it's getting towards night. You can see the lamp lights from the ships that are docked around the lighthouse. Barty's a lot more more awake now. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking. Oh, Barty, we know you never think. <laughs> Thank, thank you for I'm going to him in the ribs because I'm ribbing him. Uh, uh, it may not be the best time for such physical humor. Does the princess want to take this a little bit? No, she's just kind of watching the uh, as the approach. Uh, you can tell, like, the look on her face is, is a bit confused, but ultimately it's she's kind of a hard read. So we may want to keep to ourselves that... Barty may be infected. Infected? With what? I, I, it was just a it was just a dog. It was a rabid dog. It was no dog. Oh, delusions are part of the symptoms, doctor. Well, what's going to happen to me, Vimax? That's a good story, though. It was so Yes, yes, it was just a a dog. A a, a dog, uh, an attack dog from one of the cultists. The princess turns around and looks at you guys like with this look of shock and kind of disgust on her face and she goes no we don't know what attacked him it was dark something hit him and that is as far as the story goes and that's why you're the princess Vmac just shrugs everybody roll another spot oh man 96 sucks 15 2 I critically failed which makes sense yeah (laughs) a 9 okay Jamala and Vmac both noticed that the only person not partaking in that conversation with suggestions or anything was the guard. And while he's hanging off the, the boat, he's kind of like looking away from you guys, like just like deliberately not making any kind of eye contact. Uh, we're all on the same page about this, right, Captain? What? Uh, yes. Sure. Because we wouldn't want to cause a disturbance, would we? I don't know what your what your problem is. Don't worry about me. I'm more concerned with the fact that I just lost a whole contingent of my best men, and now I'm running because some moronic knife thrower decided to go get himself mauled. Welcome to the last three years of our lives. The <laughs> <laughs> VMAC finally lightens up over that. <laughs> The princess kind of like stands forward on the boat. She obviously can't stand up completely. And she points out to over the water. She says, One of the ships is coming this way. Remember, we didn't see what happened, so keep your mouths shut. We just need to get Barty into the healer's care. Otherwise, do not talk about it. No problemo. Is there any um cure for this? Until I got to the city, I thought creatures like werewolves were stories. Oh. Well, what did the stories tell you to do about werewolves? Kill them. Don't believe any of the stories. They're all <coughs> false. They don't just believe me. I'm a prof- prof- 
professional. We, we have a knack for finding our way out of sticky situations, so we can probably take care of this, right? VMAC? <laughs> Nervous laughter. VMAC is just staring out into the ocean at this point. Oh boy. Okay, yes. Um, exactly as you say, Princess, we will do everything in our power to solve this problem. How, how do I feel? Like, what does it feel like? Do I feel different? Your do arm I... is on fire. It's burning. You you feel, but you feel cold. You're, you know, it's, you feel like you have a fever, but your arm is just burning. That's your bait arm, isn't it? <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> the ship comes alongside you guys and pulls you guys up to the port. A group of, of guards and uh, servants come and help you and uh, bring a stretcher for Barty, and they carry you guys into V-Mac one of the lower kind rooms. kind of doesn't let them take him. He just asks where to, and he continues holding on okay. to Barty. Well, then they lead you into one of the lower rooms uh, where they have several different cots and stuff set up. There's a lot of different people in there, various types of injuries and sicknesses. They take you guys all the way to the back of the room, and there's sort of a cloth screen that they've set up and they ask you to deposit him basically on a bed of straw there. It's a lighthouse, not an infirmary. Right, it's no, the best they could do. VMAG deposits him <laughs> to the bed of straw and then slumps down right next to him. Exhausted. My hero. They start bringing in like wine and water and stuff for you guys to kind of recharge with. Um, meanwhile, the healers start to get to work on Barty's arm, cleaning it and dressing it. They give him something to drink and his eyes just roll back into his head. And he just, thunk, he's out. Um, the moment they start taking care of him, VMAC finally just passes out. But I would like to find the brother of the cultist guy. The the brother of the torturer. Okay. I'm going to have to meet with them anyway, so... I want to go through the book that his brother wrote. Okay. I want to find answers. I hope that you do find answers there. She uh, grabs one of the, the servants. Not one of the healers, but one of the servants. And she whispers something into that servant's ear. And uh, she, that servant kind of bows her head slightly and kind of fades into the back corner of the room with her hands folded in front of her, her head down. You can tell, though, she is completely aware of everything that's going on in this room. The guard, he turns to the princess and he bows his head and he tells her, uh, I, I have to report to the rest of my men and see what we can do about uh, reinforcements and what our, our, our next tactics are going to be, what, what kind of plan we have for getting back into the city, if any at all. Uh, she dismisses him. And she turns to Jamala. Are you ready? Yes. Is yes. anybody else coming? Uh, I'll sit with Jamala. So Jamala Lefty are going. Barty is unconscious. VMAC is unconscious. The guard has gone. And there is a servant in the room with VMAC. So you guys uh, climb up a flight of uh, the, that same flight of stairs up into uh, that same chamber. The door is open, the princess leading the way, all kinds of gruff and command. She just charges right into that room. Everybody that is not important suddenly just drops to their knees and, and bows down before her. They, If they were carrying something, they've set it down beside them and they just freeze. The rest of the room looks at you guys like you guys just walked in from the dead. 
Wow. Okay. We keep walking. It's it's it's, uh, it's an interesting sensation though. <laughs> Quite an entrance. As she's walking, she actually takes her shield. She tosses it down to the ground. Any of her weapons, she starts starts taking them off. She doesn't need them anymore here. She's disgusted by carrying them. She's tossing them to the ground. She looks pissed. And she stands right in front of this big table, puts both hands down at the table, looks up and just says, Report. And everybody just looks at her like complete idiots. Um, Your Highness, we're so glad you're alive. We were hoping beyond hope, but we couldn't have prayed that it could actually happen that they'd bring you back alive. Uh, and I heard that that one of them was gravely wounded. As, as, please, do you, are you in need of anything? Care, healing, food? What can we do for you? She's just icy, icy cold eyes. Report. They all look at each other like idiots, completely confused by what they were supposed to do. And one of the kind of mousier looking guys, really nice clothes too, steams forward and, and, and puts his hands in front of him in all kinds of, of proud and arrogance. And he says, I am afraid I have nothing good to report, Your Highness. The lords are rebelling. There is civil war and only a few of, your, of the men and lords that were loyal to your father have maintained that you have the current right to rule. You can no longer spend any more time going back into that city. You must take command. You must ally with one of these men. She looks over at Jamala and she goes, Did you have anything you needed from these people before I dismissed them? Not a thing. Didn't you want a book or... What was the cultist here? That was yeah. One... Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. Sorry. Everybody that's important in, in, in this tower is here. Uh, Cultist Torturous Brother, you, uh, yeah, we, we, we'll, we'll need your aid. You can stay. Okay, I'm happy to help in any way I can. I have questions of my own if, if, if we have time. Mine first. Absolutely. Your, uh, what's the, the, the proper honorific? Your worship. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your worship. <laughs> Lucky is giggling and pretending to be coughing over her shoulder. <laughs> Right, so has, has the princess dismissed everyone then? Yes. Oh, as uh, Black Jack starts to leave, she grabs his arm. We're going to need that ship back. He looks at all three of you each in turn, kind of measuring you up. And of course, my lady. And he walks out, uh, just kind of glancing back at you guys every few steps, like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I make this face at him like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the room is cleared. It's just the, the, the four of you... The torturer's brother seems a bit nervous. He's, his hands aren't just like held in front of him. He's kind of wringing them and sweating a little bit. And he's like, I can tell by the obvious level of stress and tension in the room that this is not going to be a good situation for anyone. No, but you and I and this book of your brothers is our first best clue as to how to undo the dire and utterly impenetrable situation that has befallen that city. As I've said before, I'm more than willing to help in any way that I can. Then we're going to be up all night, and we're going to come up with a list of possible solutions. I will have tea brought. Thank you. I would like mint and honey (laughs) and some kind of liquor to put in it. I'll I'll be back in just a moment. As he starts to leave the... Of course. Of course what? Of course, Your Worship. <laughs> Thank you. It'll be just a moment. 
As he starts to leave, uh, Princess grabs his arm and stops him. And he's like, Not yet. This doesn't leave this room on pain of death, and I will make sure it is a painful death. Is there anything in that book about werewolves? Cures? What happens after a bite? Anything that can be done to save Barty. He grows pale. He takes a step back, but obviously she hasn't let go of his arm yet. No, milady, nothing like that. My brother's entire study was was the demonic, not legends or or anything along those lines. Why the secrecy? No matter. Go get the tea. He called them legends. If legends they be, then the problem is that no one knows what they actually are. And it contains demonic law. It could be demonic. I suppose we don't know. If that avenue truly is close to us, then at the very least we can make some headway on what to do with the town itself. And if you ask me, and I'm looking for some sort of indication in her face that she is. She's actually just... The whole time we're talking, she's not even looking at you, but you can tell she's listening. We should pool resources from the entirety of the continent and beyond uh, should this situation get any more dire. She looks at you with a confused look on her face. My entire kingdom is on the brink of civil war. We have to abandon the city. We do. I completely agree. Everyone should get as far away from this place as possible. And you obviously have some very dire situations likewise to, to attend to. This is bad. This is catastrophic bad. Whatever vile energies sit within that tower and that town, they could just be waiting to grow. So there are immediate concerns. Barty, the heads of state rebelling, but a a coalition or something should be formed. Resources must be amassed. Questions must be asked. This must be stopped or all of Doritodonia, never mind Doritodon, could fall to this. We have to get Barty out of here. I don't trust the captain of my guard. Me neither. Me three. You can sail, can't you? Yeah, if I have a boat that works. You're taking Jack's boat. (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's been a long day. Uh, (laughs) He's going to be mad. That boat and crew are now under your command. You and your group are now agents of my office and are hereby under royal protection. Your top priority... Your only priority is to find a cure for Barbie. You got it. I do my best to look humble, maybe even accidentally curtsying a little bit. That's a maybe even peeing a little. Uh, uh, yes. Please don't curtsy, your worship. <laughs> she looks at you with kind of a <laughs> wink in her eye. <laughs> uh, yes, your highness. Yes, absolutely. As much trouble as he is, we need him fixed. And if we can cure him... Maybe that's just the start. She looks at you again, that cold look in her eyes, kind of takes a deep breath beforehand. She says, It will be done, Jamala. There is no other recourse. Barty will be cured. You are capable of doing this. Yes, we are. You work for me now. Those are my orders. Do not fail me. I will not. We will not. Work with that weaselly little man throughout the night, but be gone by morning. You have to get out of here before there is any time for the captain to cause mischief. It will take him a while to get things going, but trust me, he will tell people there is a werewolf in this tower. Lefty, prep the boat. I'm gonna go do that. If things go wrong here, if I'm betrayed by my captain, I will have no other way out. 
I'll need you to take me to my cousin, for I know he will be true to the royal family. I'll announce that my father is dead. I will take the crown and assume the throne. You mustn't leave me here until we know that the captain can be trusted or that I am with you. Do not leave me until we know that all is well. Yes. She just turns and she just walks out. And that's when, uh, as she's walking out, the uh, the torturer's brother walks in. And he he looks past her like, well, I brought four cops. Uh, I'll <laughs> take Don't worry, two. Drink them. <laughs> so he puts the, uh, the, the, the tray down and he looks at uh, Jamala. You worship? Where shall we begin? <laughs> Let's start at the start. We're going to have a good time. Oh, joy. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, he makes my scales crawl. Lefty and this yeah. crew. Wow, did you just hit the jackpot? Awesome! <laughs> I knew we'd find another boat. Blackjack, he he's he's basically uh, ordering a bunch of, of boys to take all of the stuff out of his cabin, and he sees you coming up the gangway. I'm smiling. Hi, Jack. <laughs> I really appreciate how well you've taken care of this ship for me. <laughs> yes, of course. Lefty the Pirate Queen. That's me. Yeah, oh. God damn it. it. Yes, all my belongings will be vacated from my quarters forthwith. Uh, <laughs> I do appreciate that. That's very nice of you to move so quickly. And what are you doing while I'm taking your ship? I, you know, I hadn't considered the possibilities <laughs> of I, a vacation may be in order. Um, and um, <laughs> where are you? Are you going, Praytel? Well, we're still working that out, but we we have important things to do. And I mean, you know, Jack, since you don't really have anything going on. Oh, no, I, I have loads going on. I'm going to polish my gloves. And... I'm sure you can polish lots of knobs, but that doesn't really... Not what uh, I said. ...keep you fed. How would you feel about sticking around the ship in sort of a first mate capacity? <laughs> you're, you're funny. You're very, you're very funny. I think so. But you're serious, aren't you? That's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's preposterous. <laughs> All right, well, you can keep moving your shit off my boat then. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, hold, hold your pretty little horses. Horses? Oh, yes, obviously we have several stallions below deck for, for riding <laughs> gallantly across the, the sands and away missions, whatever. 
This is a posh ship. Neat. This is this is the Moho Criollo. This is the finest ships in the several seas. And I am honored to be able to call it my own. But <laughs> I know you have an intimate relationship with this boat and this crew. And though I'm sure most of them hate you, they probably at least respect you. And I'd be a fool not to at least consider having you stick around. Well... But I mean, if you're so busy with your knob polishing... Glove polishing, glove... It was... I don't have... Yes. Oh, um, you know what? Um, you make a very compelling argument. Miss left, um... <laughs> Cornet, uh... Captain Cornet, of course. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I will be your first mate. Excellent. <laughs> and I spit in my palm and put it out. <laughs> and I do the same and I shake his hand real like to the point where it hurts him a little. It's a firm grip and we're grimacing and staring each other in the face. <laughs> what I'd like you to do as your first action as my first mate is to call the men around. I'd like to just let them know how things have changed. Aye, aye. All right, boys. Gather round. Gather round. <laughs> your old pal Black Pepper Jack isn't leaving you just yet. You're thrilled. I can see it in your faces. This <laughs> is your new captain. Lefty Corney! So excited to be your captain on this ship. You guys are clearly fantastic at your jobs. You've done a wonderful thing keeping the ship going, and I am honored to be able to lead you and proud to be considered your captain. Uh, I have asked Mr. Jack here, Jackie boy, to stick around since... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you're all more familiar with him than me, but don't get that confused. I am your captain. If he's giving you any shit, tell me. Uh, captain, Captain, I got a question. Yeah. You want? I should kill Jack for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, you're a card, yes, Martin. Shady, but we'll talk. It's for. I'm happy to do it right now. Go, just go, go get a shovel. <laughs> Oh, we don't need him. We 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 still need him now, but I'm glad to know we have the option. Hey, what's your name? Shovel guy. <laughs> Thank you so much, shovel guy. You are on my list. I'm gonna go get a shovel. I'll have it ready for you. Thank you. All right, you're, you're welcome. Good All good right, captain. Get to work. Let's get this ship up and running for the sea. Ha <laughs> ha ha! That guy. What a card. <laughs> Somebody see my shovel. <laughs> Where the fuck my shovel go? So Jack, it seems like you're gonna have to uh, be on your best behavior for this adventure, huh? <laughs> Always on my best behavior. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> then I, then I, but then I, I put my arm around Jack, even though he's taller than me, for for a little aside. Really though, Jack, you do have valuable skills. We need you on your side, and more importantly, I need to be able to trust you. And if you do anything to violate my trust, uh -huh. no one will ever hear of you again. So, please, enjoy your time on my ship. You can move your stuff just into another one of the quarters. We'll rally up and as soon as we're ready to take off. 
lovely, love, brilliant. I, 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 and I, I do the thing with your fingers and your eyes. I, I, Captain. Don't worry, Jack. It'll get easier. <sighs> It's only about an hour before dawn when VMAC is woken by one of the servants. <clears throat> VMAC is looking around all startled and then realizes he's strangling someone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, VMAC accidentally wakes up strangling the person. <laughs> the, the moment he realizes it's not a monster, his hands immediately go off. I was like, oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be dawn soon. I just wanted to bring you some water and... Uh, let you know I, I hear you'll be leaving soon so I wanted to make sure you were hydrated that's all that's all I, I'll, I'll leave you now okay we're leaving soon Bar- VMAC is confused and looks over to Barty Barty is asleep how long did VMAC sleep? hours oh you look at his arm though right VMAC would go are, to these oh. are really amazing healers it's almost like it's stitching itself back together again It's. it looks so good it doesn't that is impressive. I should talk to the doctor. Take some notes. <laughs> Improve my lay on hands. You drink the, the water. You're, you're, you haven't had anything to eat or drink since before you left for the yeah, thing. Yeah, VMAC so. is looking around. Is there any other kind of attendant type person besides the There's person that a... he... Is the person I strangled there? No, that, that <laughs> person left. There's the one that the princess had talked to still standing in the corner. VMAC shambles over to that person. Ah, uh, hello. Uh, I am VMAC. Where could I get a little food? I'll have the servants bring you some food. Don't leave the room. Okay, good service. <laughs> VMAC shambles back over the party and just plops back down. To VMAC, everything's fine. Roll he- toughness. Aww. The water, wasn't it? Yeah. Ha-ha! 12? Uh, that would be a total of an 18. Nice. Very nice. You feel funny. Oh, well, uh, how kind of funny. I'm just a little dizzy right now. Try to poison the v- Goliath. Oh, I'm dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of poison in there. It just hasn't all kicked in yet. Oh. The servant, she opens up the door. She says, you, can, you can't really hear what she's saying, but she says something to one of the people outside. They go running off and she turns to you. You'll have food brought to you shortly. Uh, thank you. Within a few minutes later, one of the guards walks in. He looks at the girl in the corner, kind of dismisses her, sees you, and then he draws out a silver dagger and starts heading towards Barty. Roll your toughness again. Ten. Okay. The VMAC pulls out his club and stands right in front of Barty. Hi, how can I help you today? Roll strength. You're giving me the right stats to roll. Yeah. Oh, two. Yeah, you stand up and you start to say that and it comes out. Uh-oh. VMAC looks at him. He VMAC of, tackles him. Okay, roll roll attack <laughs> test. This is I mean, at this point, VMAC's like, I can't, I can't move. I'm just gonna sit on the guy. Okay, roll attack <laughs> test. Three. Lurch very not oh. dramatically. Oh yeah, yeah. Very just... not dramatically, you fall face first right down onto the floor. You can't even lift your arms and put them in front of you to cover you up. You just kind of thunk belly flop right onto the floor. Okay. The guy with the dagger, he actually takes a step back as you come out of the chair. He's like, holy shit, he got up. 
Okay, VMAC knows what to do now. Okay. Th physically, I can't do anything. Telepathy. Well, okay. actually, yeah, I'm going to fuck with this guy. Okay. Uh, that would be a 14. Okay. So basically, I'm I'm in his, that guy's head now, uh -huh. and I'm trying to give that suggestion of, you already killed him. He looks down at his dagger, and he looks down at Barty, and he wipes the dagger clean, and he starts to put it back in the uh, sheath, and he goes to leave, and then the girl pushes him up against the thing. And Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss sticks a, a small dagger and I mean like inches up into the base up underneath his jaw carries him down to the floor and kind of picks you up and he looks at you she says what is wrong with you there was something in the water actually you know what I'm going to telepath telepathically because okay. uh, that would be a 12 a she, 13 she drops you immediately and takes a step back in your head now <laughs> Sorry, I have telepathy because I am shaman, but unfortunately the water has made me a little... They poisoned me, and apparently... That sounds like... <laughs> She's getting the mental the mental translation. Right, no, no, that's why I'm doing telepathy. Right. <laughs> I just convinced that man that he had already killed Barty, and that's why he seemed to just wipe the blade and walk away. There's going to be more. You need to stand up. Strength? Yep. Uh, seven. That's, yeah, that's not enough. Yeah. All right. She she goes over to Barty. She kind of smacks him on the face wow. gently. Woof. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Can you stand up? What? Can you stand up? Can I stand up? <laughs> yes. You can You can try to stand up. All right. Should, should I roll to stand up? Yes. Roll a strength test. I rolled a seven for strength. Okay, you, you're a little bit wobbly and weak in the knees, but you can stand up. Your arm is still on fire, but you look down at it, and it's really, really well healed for such a short period of time. And you almost trip on on VMAC, who's lying face first on the ground, oh, just what, kind of mumbling. What's happening? Hey, what's happening? What happened to VMAC? Shut the fuck up. What's happening? What's happening to VMAC? Uh, An assassin just tried to kill you. plus five, 14 to basically give the image of what just happened to him. Okay. What just happened in his mind. So he sees it. Mm. So he knows exactly what just happened. Uh, I pat VMAC on the back and I, and I, and I, oh, I got it, buddy. I got it. And, I, and uh, is there anything that I can do to help you? Is there anything I can do? Give me the mental. Can you lift him up? No, I can't lift him up. <laughs> do you I can't see lift this him guy? Up. 
I well, can't lift them up. Can, can we do possibly... it? To, can we do it? To, do we have like a, a rolling cart of some kind? <laughs> a cart? A, ca- a cart. Have you ever done this before? No, I've never done this before. God, you guys are all morons. All right, uh, look, we're going to well, get... What would you do? Get a, Oh, wow. Can we roll him onto a bed sheet? We might be able to, you know, drag him. Look, they're coming to kill you. He'll be safe. Mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, still with the telepic, telepathic link. They tried to poison me, you know. I know. I'm not. I'm trying to not leave you. I, it's more for her. Yeah, okay. Well, Actually, I'm... you know what? Telepathic link between the three of us, so we don't have to be talking, so we're silent now. Nice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a conference. There we go. Don't talk. They can hear us, and I can actually talk now. Ah. Uh. Uh, I'm gonna go grab the the dagger that the guy had because he since he gave me the inf- the information with his uh, telepathy I know that he had a dagger so I'm can, gonna can go you grab even that. pick that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's made of silver. Oh, but, yeah. but the handle is going to stab himself with it. He should be okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I, yeah. Grab the grab the dagger. I don't know and if it has a it's hot. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> should I hot potato. try to pick myself up again? Okay. Strength. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Kind of roll yourself over. So you, now you're at least you're not face first. Wait a minute. No, if I'm face first, I would want to try to like drag myself or something. Okay, then you can kind of drag yourself, but that doesn't get you anywhere really. Maybe maybe one of the, the healers. Yeah, get one of the healers. I don't know where I don't I don't know where I am. I don't know what's happening. Go get one of those people. Go. Right, can you defend him if I can't? No, oh, I got it. No, I don't got it. <laughs> As she leaves. <laughs> she, she comes back a few minutes later. With two of the, the, the healers who worked on your arm, they're feeding uh, or some sort of drought to uh, VMAC, who's kind of coughing it up and drinking it. Roll another toughness. Uh, please don't poison me more. Uh, nine. Okay, you can. You feel it kind of like a warmth inside of you, and you can feel that you, you're getting feeling back in your extremities, so you can start to move and kind of almost pick yourself up. Oh, good. As much as I can, with with as much strength as I have, I kind of like come up underneath Bmac to so he can arm up over my shoulder. And then I can use a staff, my yeah. one of my spears, to kind of use as a staff. The other two, or the other three, actually, because the girl's still there too. They all try and and, and kind of prop up Vmac. So the five of you are now very slowly making your way out of the the clinic and hopefully outside. Do I have all my stuff? Is it gone again? <laughs> <laughs> no, your stuff is not gone. So she's basically just leading the way. She's, you know, I can, defending you guys against one or two people, that's, I can handle one or two guards, but just because they don't see me coming, but we're not in any kind of position to fight. If they sent one guard, then the rest of the guards are heading to the other, to your comrades and possibly even the princess. Where are they? I think your dragonborn lady and the pirate were heading up with the princess up to the uh, council chamber. We need to get everyone out. Ah, hmm. telepathy. So okay. VMAX going to try to reach out to Jamala first. Okay. Oh, that would be a 13. Okay. Jamala. H- hello. It's been five hours and you guys are still pouring over these books. Or yeah. This book. Okay. Um, I, I could roll for... Knowledge Arcana? Yes, please. Uh, I have a uh, 10. You have a very good start on basically what had happened here, and it basically confirms everything that he's already told you those, the, thus far. The, the, the basic crux of it is deals were made with these sort of otherworldly creatures, not necessarily demons, but he uses the word demon to describe them. 
he managed to summon one into a fleshy mass and create a bond with it so and and create a deal where by he could increase his power and as he's as he studied and increased his power he he gained more knowledge and this thing started to become an encyclopedia of the traits of the creature and the magic and how to use that type of magic that it uses and how it manipulates and, and works within the world and essentially it's it's a consciousness the the wizard had basically or the cultist had basically trapped that consciousness and when the body was destroyed you guys freed it and it went to the most powerful person it could because it, it craves power and chaos and it's feeding off of this power and chaos. And as a consciousness, its its psychic ability is vast. And it reached out to all the different types of creatures that it could think of or that it could bond with that that are fearful. You know, all those creatures of legend, all those bedtime stories, all those horrible things that go bump in the night that humans are afraid of. It found them and it called to them and it brought them here. So these creatures, the werewolves, for instance, are not demonic in the sense that, like, they're not from the same world as this consciousness is now controlling the town. It was something he put up a big billboard, said, hey, free food, be here by six. And everything responded. You know, he has a list of, of the different types of horrific things that this thing was, was reaching out for and asking about. It's just a list. You know, it's a list of the types of creatures and things that you might encounter that you have already have encountered there. His bad dreams. He was he had a psychic link with this thing. He would have all kinds of horrible dreams. And in those dreams, he would be a, one of a pack of werewolves running through the night, heading for the city, you know, just decimating small towns and travelers and stuff on their way there. He would engorge himself on the on the on, on stray children. And these were the dreams and the nightmares that he was having. And he documented them as a side effect. He didn't think of them as actually him witnessing what this creature was actually reaching out and doing. You see the notes of a madman who's been in the mind of these monsters. But they're, they're monsters. They're terrestrial. Which adds in a whole new bag of what the fuck to do because... You know, if this was a demonic thing or if this this came from that same dimension, you could focus all of your energies on one spot. Now you have to worry about the fact that all of these creatures were already here in this world and he's just calling to <clears> them. <throat> and he's going to continue to call to them. There are other notes and references in there to other cults and other uh, wizards and magicians and stuff like that he's researched or even been into contact with. In regards to oh good that's something I can latch on to studying yeah how how he would go about what he was doing so you've got you've got some names and some locations and one of those is not too far from here but he's probably possibly dead because <laughs> uh, he was ancient by ancient standards there is a small sect of demonologists that actually live on the Isle of Mages. That Shut he the has, front door. That he has been seeking out, but he has never been able to make contact with. And of course, the network of cultists. And apparently, these cultists live everywhere. You know, there's there's mayors of towns who are a part of this cult. There are groups of officials in a in a, in a trading organization that are part of this cult, and they all kind of shared a, this giant network of trying to get information so that they could expand their knowledge. And he's just been 
just constantly sucking in all this information and, until he was able to capture this thing. Is there any indication that the other world that he was communing with, there's anything to be reasoned with there, that there's anything that might be looking for this deity, is there any kind of sense of it, or is it just chaos or, or, or details that are not present? He had to bind it and trap it and then make a deal with it. So it wasn't like he could reason with it until it had no other choice but to reason with him. Okay. Well, we're still working, I suppose, until we get interrupted. Yes, and then you get interrupted. Uh, it's only about an hour or so before <clears throat> dawn when you get a telepathic message from VMAC. Jamela, this is VMAC. Act natural. Act like you do not hear me. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't have to vocalize. You can mentally just think, and I can hear it. Here's Jamela's inside voice. <laughs> VMAC plays the same image that he played to, to Barty to know, under, basically relay what had just happened. Is Lefty or the princess with you? Lefty is acquiring Black Pepper Jack's ship. The princess is uh, gone, but cautioned us that there may be peril. And if she has not left by the time we're ready to leave, that we should get her and help her escape because there could be civil war. So here is what I'm going to do. I uh, currently am limping with, uh, with Barty, and we are going to make our way to the ship. You should also make your way to the ship. I will try to contact Princess and see if she can make her way to ship. Because peril is happening, she should get there. I close the book. Pat told what's his name on the on, on the hand. You know what? I, I I couldn't read another word. Thank you so much. <laughs> Scoop up any notes we have, file it into the book. I, I'm going to uh get some beauty rest. <laughs> and I sashay out the door. <laughs> Rest while you worship. <laughs> and you get to the double doors when they're just thrown open and there's two guards oh, shit. coming in. And they draw their swords. Where's the princess? Oh, I'm sorry. Your princess is in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, folks. Bam! The vending <laughs> Roll it! <laughs> Like, if of all episodes, this is the one I want to see animated. Like, this has been amazing. Are you, uh, are you venging like both of them? She can, actually. You know, come here, man. Wave. <laughs> uh, five. But it all serious, folks. Bam! <laughs> uh, casting is, uh, five plus three, eight plus eight, sixteen. Yep. Roll and effect. Ever so effective. I rolled a seven plus three, so ten. <laughs> that's it. And that's it. She just backs up, literally opens up her hands, and boom, they're gone. Like gone? Like gone. They just, she just roasted them. Still got it. <laughs> <laughs> you look back and you see that uh, you know, Mr. Slimy is like crouched behind the table. And he looks up and he's like, is everything okay? Come on, your worship? <laughs> you know... Politically, if this place is uh, not necessarily safe for you, you might want to follow me. Otherwise, I... hang loose. <laughs> I... I will take my chances with her highness if you want to be meeting her. And he starts gathering up his stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Good good question. Where, where's the princess probably? I have no idea. I've been here with you all night. Yeah, I know. But where would she go? I have no idea. I've been here with you all night. That's cool. All right. <laughs> um, heading to the boats. I'm going to look to mentally see if I can find the princess. Okay. Uh, there will be a 16. Okay. 
You find her. What is she wearing? Once again, VMAC goes, Princess, this is VMAC. Act natural. You do not hear me. However, this I want to let you know about this. And plays, once again, the scene of... Okay. That you have you, you have no idea what she's doing. She's uh, she's staying silent. Whatever is happening, she's right. staying silent. Um, you have no idea like what's happening in because it's a kind of a, almost like a one way thing. You can't see what she's seeing. Right. So the VMAC, I, I can't I, describe anything really that she's doing. But right now she's just staying silent. We are. I have instructed everyone to rush the ship. See you soon, Your Highness. And VMAC then pings Lefty. Okay. Lefty, it's been, uh, you guys have actually done a really good job making everything ship shape and seaworthy. People are actually finishing up the last load of, of supplies. Because you don't have a heading, they are just bringing on any type of food, water, ale, wine, and other things that they need. Shovel guy, standing, he's, you know, you've had him standing beside you in Black Pepper Jack, almost like the guy that watches the guy. I think I also, uh, I would have had... Uh, Black Pepper Jack give me a tour of the ship and help me get familiar with its idiosyncrasies. And also, oh, as we exposed in the last episode, I was an island-bound pirate the entire time. So I am going to be trying to secretly learn about being a captain without Jack knowing that's what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> You know, like we, we you know, we we've sailed around a bit, we've got, you know, appointers, but this is a bigger ship. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the technical knowledge that I'm, I'm lacking. Okay, and all that's been done. I mean, it's been hours since you've kind of taken command of the ship. You know, everybody kind of like it seems to respect you already much more than Jack. Since you've kind of Jack, put Jack into his place, and he's a, just such a dick. Um, I resemble that remark. And you, you both are, are supervising the last of the belongings to come up on the ship. When you see a, I guess you can describe it as a gang of guards. Uh, six of them are heading in, uh, heading up the dock towards you guys, looking ever so serious with the, the guard that you guys met with the princess. He's at their head. I tell my men to be at the ready to, like, make sure the ship's, like, ready, ready to go. And then uh, I bring Jack and Shovel Guy. <laughs> <laughs> shovel fella, Shovel Chap with me. Meet the guards before they're able to get onto the boat. Okay, so they're standing at the bottom of the gangway looking up, and uh, guard says, I'm afraid there's been a change of plans, Lefty. Oh? The, the princess will not be leaving, and you will not be leaving with her. You guys are all going on trial for treason. Oh, totally. Let me just get off this ship and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Copy well, I think... should kill the god for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shovel. <laughs> I'm going to tell him to subtly round up a crew and be ready to fight. Okay. He turns around and he goes to the ship. Hey, yo! Everybody! We're gonna kill some guns over here, so get your asses down here on deck with everything you can go to go swing it and hit him in the head and shake. I guess we all knew a fight was coming. <laughs> the guards all take a step back, draw their weapons, and look like, this is gonna suck. Because <laughs> they're all stuck on this dock. They can't yeah, get up the gangway. They can't go back. Practically, they're at a huge disadvantage. And every man on that ship is on deck with something in their hands. <laughs> so, what were you saying about taking me off my ship and treason and blah, blah, blah? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
that you get these guards and uh, take their weapons away from them so we have this situation a little bit more under control. Hmm? And uh, if they put up a fight, just kill them. Oh, all right, come. <laughs> oh, I have my shovel and we're going to go. Can I kill him first and then take the stuff? Yeah, take whatever you need. But I can kill him first. I can. Oh, that's <laughs> going to be a good time. No talky, more fighty. <laughs> the entire crew descends on him like locusts. What's Black Pepper Jack doing? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> when this whole mess started, I uh, slunk to the back and basically hid myself away. <laughs> well, I don't think if I, I, because I'm very aware of Black Pepper Jack potentially turning on me, if he's not in my peripheral vision, I would stop him from movement. What, what I want to do is, it's, it's in my best interest to make sure that when someone pays attention to me, I'm coolly leaning up against a wall. <laughs> So I can be like, <laughs> I was just waiting for you to do whatever it is you've already done. <laughs> I think I think that if he tried that, like the, by the second or third time, I would tell someone on the crew to get a rope so I could actually make a leash for him. <laughs> this is, I like this better. <laughs> you watch your turn. <laughs> I'm not just going to let the former captain of the ship who knows the ship better and knows the wander around alone so he can plot and like conspire i can also leave <laughs> did you just see what i got your crew to do i'm jumping in the water I, didn't give a damn. I mean if you want to do that is this a real conversation is this actually happening? <laughs> i mean yeah jack i've made it very clear i would love to have you on board i think you could be a great use to this crew but if you're just going to screw us over, I don't really care what happens to you, so... Well, obviously, the only person I'm out for is Black Pepper Jack. <laughs> obviously. I love how, like, the guards are, like, just getting destroyed by the... And yes, then, like, and this conversation's happening over yeah. the screams of the guards. And, and Lefty's, like, having this, like, pep talk with Black Pepper Jack. Like, you know, oh, you're good. You're going to be a good team member. Just join up. Come on. You, you have nothing to, to, to offer me, it's, it would seem, except for... Uh, indentures. A roof over your head. Assurance that you won't get killed if you're not a dick. I would be. Uh, I would be. That's nothing in this day and age. I, I would be welcome back there with the new regime. I. What am I wearing? <laughs> your usual. I'm going to kick ass and take memes garb. So I mean, while I'm talking to him, I might be unbuttoning a button, or you know. She's going to convince you one way or another. Just cool down while I'm having this heated discussion. Cool down? How, how on earth can I cool down? Jack, you have so much potential here for so much more, and you said yourself that you love the queen. Yes, I, I do. I do love, love and respect the crown, but I am a hired gun. I am not. I'm touching my collarbone and playing with my t-shirt while walking towards him. Well, um... Meanwhile, <laughs> two of my men are coming up around and behind him. Roll, I, uh, roll a d8, please, Cap. You know, I've, I've never been one to be shy about a public erection, but um, <laughs> and I rolled a four on a d8. Okay, <laughs> so you're obviously distracted, so you don't you don't notice the guard, the other guys, kind of walking along the the edge of the thing, getting behind him. Yeah, and then uh, Lefty, I need you to roll a d8. Five. He's making a compelling argument. I uh, stumble. I'm pretty sure I thought I fell on my ass. 
Oh. And so now uh, I like I put my hands subtly like to my side, like it looks like I'm doing a cute pose, but I'm telling the guys to like stop moving in toward him since he's now on the ground. Mm-hmm. And at less of a risk of just running and jumping. And I'm gonna go stand right over him, seductively but slightly threateningly. I've been in that position before. It's that kind of a relationship. <laughs> Very distinctly, but femininely going to offer my hand to help him up. I take her hand and... And I hoist him up and now we're like super close chest to chest and I'm holding his hand still. I'm going to use this opportunity to turn a blade on him. Shit. Uh, nobody moves, stay back. Damn you. Damn you, lefty. Damn you. Now, Jack, is that a knife in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? And while I say that, I, uh, my elbow, which is in at my side, flicks out and hits his hand out enough that the guy standing on that side of him rushes in and grabs the knife out of it. All right, roll a d10. I got eight. Cap, roll a d10. Is uh, zero is really bad, right? No, zero is really good. Oh. We roll it. And an eight. So an 18. So Jack actually sees an opportunity. When she, when she tries to do that, he actually sees an opportunity where he, he can still hold on to the blade, but he uses her attack on his hand to try and disarm him as a way to establish momentum. And he kind of uses it as a spin to back himself up, put Lefty between him and the other two guys that were coming up behind him. Now he is on the other side of the ship. Lefty is in the middle, and the two guards on the other side. He has his dagger in his hand, and he has clearly got a way out. All right. I just immediately go into defensive mode, and I get a running start, jump, and try to elbow him in his head. How's that defensive? (laughs) (laughs) That's Lefty's version of defensive. (laughs) Defensive! Elbow to the head! (laughs) Nine. I'm going to use the butt of the sword to try to knock him out. Basically, I'm... I'm running and holding up the sword all like Excelsior so that I can bring it down on his head and I swear to God if you if you kill him and I don't kill him I will be so upset you kill everything buddy chill out (laughs) all right black pepper jack needs to defend himself with a d10 again I've rolled a six you hit him with the butt end of the of your sword roll damage 11 you're seeing stars roll strength two yeah, you're on your knees. You're, you're blinking back stars. <laughs> okay, he's uh, on the ground. Mm. Are you going to hit him again? No, I'm going to say, man, just make it so he can't run away or fight. And you, then I'm going to go check in on the guards and how that's going. You want to just cut off his heads and legs? No, run suddenly, please. <laughs> Don't do that. And then, oh, but before, before I do, I'm going to come around and I'm going to lift his chin up and I'm going to get very close to his face. And with a smile on my face, I'm going to see, Jack, this can be the last time this ever happens. You what? just to learn what loyalty is. And then I'm going to give him a just slightly stingy, cute slap on the cheek and then saunter away. What is wrong with you? <laughs> And he's tied up in below deck as she and she's <laughs> heading back to check the carnage that is the uh, or was the guards. Lefty, this is Vimac. Uh, act natural in case there is anyone around you. Before she can even reply, Vimac replays the same image. All of us, Princess and uh, uh, Jamela and Barty and I, we are all on our way to you. And I think, 
Thank Christ! <laughs> Is everything okay? What happened? It's fine. It's just been a long day. I miss you guys. I'll fill you in when you get here. We're on our way. VMAX snaps back into the real world where he's being dragged by Barty and everyone and struggling. And uh, Jamela is on the way to the boat. And Princess is separate and on the way to the boat. And apparently Lefty had a rough time at the boat, but everything is fine. And she's waiting for us. At the boat. At the boat. Excellent. Well, we should go to the boat. I believe that is where we're going. Where's the are, where are, is the boat? You guys are actually on your way right outside. You, you go through the doors and right. you can see the boat. That's a lot of bodies. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The crew is cleaning <laughs> off weapons and stuff, dunking weapons, and they're kicking bodies into the river or the water. They're <laughs> shoveling. They're shoveling the bodies into the water. So something happened. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Where's the wait? Where's the princess? She said she was on the way. Let's go. We, we won't, can't leave. We without won't leave without her, but we need to get on boat. I need to get on boat. All right. Let's get on the boat. <laughs> I'm not leaving without her, Big Mac. You I realize that this is Jack's boat. Is Black Pepper Jack here? Do you want me to telepathy check? You're no. almost to the boat. No, let's get on the boat. <laughs> no, let's get but on the I boat. said, but I said, not anymore. It's mine now. Hi, Marty. Hi, Mimic. Where is he? Where's Black Pepper Jack? Oh, he's subdued. Where yeah, is Black good. Pepper <laughs> Jack? Uh, first, yeah, he's going to be my first mate once he decides to not suck anymore. First, hey, enough of Black Pepper Jack. Please get me somewhere where I can lie down. Oh, Vmac, come. Uh, shovel friend, you help my friend here get into his quarters and rest. Oh, I come. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, is that a shovel? Uh, it's a shovel. I'm shovel guy. Oh, he's nice looking shovel. Come on, I'll help you up the gangway. Here we go. Oh, I appreciate. Excellent. I like you, VMAC. I like you, shovel guy. <laughs> <laughs> I make my way up to the deck of the boat and uh, it's ahead, ahead of the lefty. Party! Where is Black Pepper Jack? Where? Um, I have two men watching him. He's bound and mildly unconscious in my quarters. We cannot leave until we see the princess, and I am going down to visit Black Pepper Jack. No, Barty, you're going to stay here because I really need Black Pepper Jack to decide that he's on our side. I am visiting Black Pepper <laughs> Jack. I hand over Barty's weak-ass face, and I, like do a hand gesture so two of my men come up on either side of him and I say and then I like very tenderly put my hands on both of his cheeks and I say Barty that's very sweet of you to think that you have any power on this boat <laughs> but right now my men here are going to show you to your quarters and they're going to let you get some rest and they're going to make sure that you stay in your quarters until you're ready to be a big boy yeah. oh am I like back to normal Yet. No, 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 not, not completely. What percentage? You're 60%. Damn it. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. All right, I'll follow the stupid people. I'll deal with Black Pepper Jack later. Let him know if you're hungry or thirsty. We have booze and food. No, this is awesome. VMAX shouts back, I could use food. <laughs> I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell some of my crew to prepare like a meal so that once the princess is here and we can take off, we can eat. Once VMAC is comfortable somewhere, VMAC has faith that Jamela can get out. Mainly because Jamela can handle herself. And it's not that- Obviously. <laughs> and it's not that I don't trust the princess. She is more high profile mm -hmm. than Jamela. If this, if Jamela was a public enemy number one, VMAC would be ask, reaching out to Jamela. So the moment VMAC is down somewhere, 
He's going to try to reach out to the princess, see how she's doing, get a sit rep, and see if he can send anyone to help. Back in the castle, Kamala and Slimy are on their way down the stairs. Okay. We're running. Another guard uh, is coming up the stairs. He sees you and the guy, and he kind of smiles like, oh, this is going to be easy. Where do you think you're going? Oh, like, I'm just going to the privy, you know. Blam! (laughs) (laughs) Rolling? That's a surprise. (laughs) Oh, Trebella. 10 to cast. Wait, no, 10 plus 18 to cast. Jesus. Roll the effect. Uh, 7, 3, 10. 10. Okay, so you uh, you step over the burnt husk and continue down the stairs. You hear a couple of sword clangs as you open the door at the bottom, and you see the princess driving a, uh, a sword through one of the guys. And it's at what point, you don't see this, but when you reach out to her, she's like, Not now, VMAC. And just like, just shuts the mental door closed. Like, you you don't have to. She's covered in in splatters of blood. She's been working hard. It's just her. Yeah. At which point, VMAC would, okay, she's got it handled. Then I'd priority to reach out to Jamala whenever there's a second. Okay. And which point you hear Jamala say, Ah, princess! Hey, but you, you know, we're going to the boat. We're both going to the boat. You haven't run into any trouble, I see. No trouble at all. Okay, so the three of you start running towards the boat. Trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jamala, is Vimek. Uh, we're at the boat. Do you guys need any help? Where, where are we? Do we know how how much more there is till the boat? Yeah, you're on the bottom floor now. Okay. So you just got to run out the door, basically, and along the gangway. You should be able to see us in a moment. Oh, good. Uh, the dock is cleared. <laughs> <laughs> you get out there, the dock is clear. Thank you very much. You start to run across the dock, and you notice that there is blood all over the dock. Somebody's been busy. You actually slip a little and slide before you stop yourself. You're like, woo. Um, when VMAX sees that, VMAX does a mental note to Lefty just to let her know Jamel is up here. I know Lefty would be. Con- this is all from my own cabin because I'm still mm-hmm. groggy. Batten down the hatches. <laughs> Slimy guy, he um, he's catching his breath and he looks around and he's like, I don't mean to be a bother or anything, but I would really like to know what's going on here. Why are the guards trying to kill us? Well, according to the mental image that VMAX showed me, they're trying to kill Barty. The captain of the guard has clearly told everyone there is a werewolf in this tower. And since I forbade him to share that information, I can only conclude that he has decided we are not loyal to the crown. So we're traitors, then. Yes, unless we capture the captain of the guard and convince him otherwise. Why are you laughing? He's not here. VMAC is passed out. He doesn't know oh, what's okay. going on. Hex is laughing because he knows where the captain of the guard is. <laughs> <laughs> you slipped on him on your way over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our next move is to go to your cousins then. Unless you must stay here. I don't know if it's safe here, 
We should cast off as soon as possible and plan our next move. I concur. Crew! Do that thing! So the crew has prepared a l- nice table in uh, Lefty's cabin, and this is a, a cabin. It, it's not describing it properly. It's <laughs> it, it, it's an apartment for Lefty. So I'm imagining Hook's cabin. Yes, <laughs> from the movie Hook or Barbosa's cabin or Barbosa's Barbosa's cabin. Yep, with that okay. big nice table. Yeah, full sexy of food. windows. Yes. Lefty is sitting, obviously, at the head of the table. Jack is sitting to her immediate right. Am I tied to the chair? Yes. <laughs> but his hands are free, so he can eat. Can and, he? Well, he, he doesn't even need to be tied to the chair, because obviously he's surrounded by Lefty's friends. There is nothing he can do in this room where he would immediately get killed. He's in a situation where he doesn't have to be tied up. Um <laughs> Look at all of us. One big, happy, Scowlet Barty family. <laughs> Hi, Scowlet Jack. Can I walk on my own accord yet? Yes, you oh, can. Oh, goody. Oh, Mr. Slimy, he's he's really the first to kind of pipe up. We have to get this business of what's wrong with uh, Mr. Gleeman here out of the way, because I've got some issues with what's happening here. What, what's wrong with him? Where, where, where do I start? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no fool. We have to get this issue of the werewolf under control here or addressed. Werewolf? VMAC from eating. Just points and says, "There." Pointing at what? I'm not. I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> I'm. I'm clearly a, a body. I'm a human being. I was bit. Nothing happened. I'm fine. I mean, my arm hurts, but that's it. I yes. feel a little <laughs> sick, but that's it. I'm fine. I'll be fine. Your arm was in pieces when you were brought in. The healers themselves have said that whatever they did, whatever the 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 Goliath has done, was not enough to cause the healing that is apparently taking place on your arm. You were affected in that town, in that uh, city. That doesn't mean I'm a werewolf. I just, I can heal fast. Uh, Papa Gleeman, you know, taught me to take my, my vitamins. Barty. And so everything's worked out great. Barty, that, that, that is not natural. This is coming from the shaman. That was not natural healing. You don't know I that was impressed. Sure. It doesn't mean All that I'm infected. You mad? This is, I know, I know you don't trust me, but kill him. I stand up with a knife and I'm about to throw it at Black Pepper Jack. And Is anybody stopping me? No. Knife, knife, knife and fork. <laughs> Motion to one of my guys whose hand goes on Barty's shoulder and forces him to sit down immediately. I am going to acrobatics out of that whatever. This, this, okay, this go ahead. Roll, 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 roll your dexterity. VMAC continues to eat unabated. Do I have any weapons? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that trusting. You're lucky you're not tied up. You're lucky you have it's silverware. A, I just want to like shrug him off and then throw it. Okay. It's the end of Black Pepper Jack, finally. All right, so I rolled a 10. Okay. Yeah, with your penalties, you are you kind of shrug and then get shoved right back down. Getting sick of this. <laughs> you're making me angry. <laughs> you guys need to learn how to play nice. We're all stuck on this ship. 
You might be a werewolf, Barty. We've got to figure something out. So can you leave this playground crap back anywhere that's not here? And let's try to figure out what to do about you. Kill him? Barty, Jack, currently we're looking at the end of the world. All these monsters are, and the evil that is infesting that city is just going to go bigger and bigger. Well, I, I, I do disagree with that. I think that, I think the city is just happy to be engorging itself. I don't think it's really trying to expand. Here's the, I touched the evil in the city. It itself may not grow and encompass everything, but it will attract all of that humanity. I can confirm is probably going to happen. So yes. it is, it's, it's an evil honeypot, if you will. And we need to stop it and we need to work together. And right now, killing people is not going to help. He's part of the problem. He's inf infected. You're part of the problem. Why are you kept him on the ship? He's going to betray us eventually. He does it to every single team that he's a part of. Okay, you two, you better knock it off because I have a pounding headache. I'm really hungry, but... It can end very quickly, VMAC, if you just stick the knife that you are eating with into his chest. I, the princess. You are assuming a lot that the VMAC is eating, that the Jagliath is eating with silverware. Well, the knife that is sitting unused next to your plate, stick it into his chest. The princess pounds on the table with her goblet and it just shouts, Enough! Black Pepper Jack now works for Lefty. He is her employee, her mercenary, her goon, her second in command. But Barty, if he did work for me, I wouldn't allow you to kill him either. It doesn't matter what people allow me to do. It is what I will or won't do. And if you were to kill someone under my employ, I would have you executed for treason. You've tried that before and you nope. failed. No, my father tried that. Uh, apples fall very close to the tree, princess. You are still alive because of me and the other people around this table. And which I am very grateful to VMAC and Jamala and Lefty. And, and I will not betray the them. princess. Appreciating <laughs> me isn't the same as respecting me. I am your captain on this ship. And I have asked you to stand down when it comes to Jack. No one's the boss of Barty Gleeman except Barty Gleeman. <sighs> Is Barty Gleeman a man who pays his debts? Yes. Then you owe everyone at this table, including myself. I have sacrificed members of my guard. Everyone thought that you should be killed, and lives were sacrificed to save you. Then I consider us square, because I am in this position because of you. I never asked you to come here. No, you didn't ask me. You got Black Pepper Jack to bring me here forcibly. I, well, I, I wasn't hired by the princess. I was hired by the council after the princess left in order to fetch you to get some answers because the princess was gone. Any illusions that the princess hired me, I admit it was coercion. <laughs> Don't look so surprised, Barty. You would have done it yourself. Considering I cannot make any decisions for myself, as any time I've tried to make any decision for myself or, or moved on my own or, or tried to do something, I'm either pushed aside, put in my room, or uh, locked down, uh, brought forcibly anywhere, I'll, I'll let you all make the decisions for me because clearly that is what is going to happen for me anyway. This werewolf is out. And I step out the door onto the main deck. VMAC leans back. So Lefty, this uh, Black Pepper Jack, he is in your employ, yes? Apparently. Yeah. So let's say he doesn't stop sucking. Does that mean he will die? Uh, I mean, it's always an option. 
Now, here is the deal VMAC would like to propose. In the case that Jack slips up and needs to be disposed of, could the honor be given to Barty? Hmm. In the case that Jack proves he is loyal and is good and, and useful to the task, then uh, Barty cannot kill him, is what VMAC proposes. All right, I'll throw in that bone. Oh, is, is that is that the werewolf pun? I don't. Yep. Oh, it's. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm literally in the same room with you. Hi, Jack. So uh, here is. <laughs> I will do. We will do what we can to calm Barty down from killing you. All you have to do is continue to be loyal to Lefty, and then he will not kill you. I look to the princess, Your Highness. You are comfortable with these negotiations from these. Ruffians? You're not my responsibility anymore. I don't know what you're going to do after you drop me off at my cousin's, but I need to secure my lineage, and you can't help me do that. My orders stand. You are to find a cure for Bartholomew. That is your top priority. Is good plan. Do you have any guidance on where we might go to do that? Jamala, were you able to discover anything from the book? Unfortunately, Slimy and I haven't got much to go on, but we do have... Slimy? That's... Well, that fits. (laughs) But uh, we do have some leads. Not necessarily the werewolf variety, but people who may actually know something. There's an isolated wizard who may be... Well, so he's dead. Whose place of residence we could um, ransack for information. Perhaps those tomes. And then also... And look around the room. The torturer was tied to some unsavories at the Isle of Mages. So we could go there, to the Isle of Mages? I have idea. I is is partly on the Barty solution, but partly on the end of world solution. I was going to bring that up. We still have to worry about the city as well. I would like to consult with Kavaki tribe. Potentially reach out to the rest of Goliath's shamans and see if they have any answers. Just as I am able to commune with the city, imagine all Goliath be able to work with me to figure out what's wrong and come up with solution. You think they'd do that? Well, it's been a long time since I have been with the Kavaki tribe, but is something I think I, we could do. Afimak, if that is true, that would be amazing. That would be incredible. And curing Barty is our number one priority. We need to be looking to allies, weapons, Duh. anything we can use against the city. I would like to also reach out to the Goliath shamans and see if we could round ourselves up to help with that. That sounds like a great plan, but... I can't spare any more people to help you. I need my people to help me unite my kingdom. Jamala and Lefty have to find a cure for Barty. You will have to do this alone. Here's something I can do by myself. Will not be a problem. So then it's settled. Vimek and Jamala exchange a concerned look. He's for best. You'll be back. Da. Okay.
Out on deck, Barty. Where are you going? I'm going to the bow of the ship, just leaning on the uh, on the rail, just trying to calm down, because I still feel sick and yeah, and uh, not myself. Well, you're kind of lost in your thoughts and your sickness and everything else. You don't hear her. You see her out of the corner of their eye when the, the, the woman that helped get you out of the lighthouse leans over the railing next to you. So the arm looks better? The arm feels better, but I don't know about the rest of me. So you might be a werewolf. Yep. Might be a werewolf. <laughs> she reaches around to the back of her neck and she pulls out this necklace and she hands it to you. She goes, I don't really work for the princess. Well, then who do you work for? I was instructed to come and see her because we thought it might mean that you might be going after her to rescue her. I was told to give this to you and just to let you know that you're protected. I can't tell you any more about it. My lady refuses to share her agenda. Protected? Protected by whom? Protected by what? Who do you work for? The point is, is that you don't have to be afraid of what's happening to you. You'll be fine. You're not going to turn into one of those monsters. We're still not sure entirely what will happen, but you'll still be Barty. How do you know this? You have no knowledge of this. No one has ever said anything about werewolves. No one's talked about a bite. No one's talked about anyone surviving from a werewolf. And so where are you getting this information from? Well, it's all over the ship that you were bitten and that you're a werewolf. Right, but who says, who's to say that I'm going to survive this? No one knows. No one knows for sure. I trust my lady's wisdom. Your la- who, who is your lady? You speak just, of this woman. Just take it and just be assured. That's all I can tell you. Just uh, If it helps you at all, I'm saying more than I ever should have said to you to begin with. I just don't want you to f- look out the edge of that ship and think that there's better options out there than being here with your friends. They're going to help and protect you. Trust them. They're the best people for you to be with right now. That and is- the princess loves you. So make her proud. That remains to be seen. I became this way because of that. I became this way to make her proud. She just sacrificed everything for you. She killed her followers. She knew that was going to happen when she betrayed them. And she betrayed them for you. I take the necklace. What am I doing with this? It's yours now. It's not magical or anything. It's just a trinket. A trinket? You were instructed to give me this thing. Yes. That is no more than a trinket. Yes. Great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I take the necklace and I put it in my pocket. It's a beautiful night. Nice water. New moon. Mm. New moon. And she walks away. And I just stare out at the water. Uh, I guess this is where I talk. Hi, hello, this is um, Carl. 
the other guy is still on strike, apparently. Um, but hey, that was uh, that was quite an episode, huh? That was uh, that was pretty exciting. What with the dude um, killing a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, thanks, thanks for watching, listening. Um, we'll be back at the next time where there's more people talking. Um, hopefully the strike's done by then. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Doritos, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. Dungeons and Doritos was performed by Cat Blackard, John Hex Carter, Colin Peterson, Lefty Lucy, and Rule Nudson. It was edited by Colin Peterson, and the original score was composed and produced by Ryan McQuinn, Mike McQuinn, and Steve O'Bortz. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. You can subscribe to Dungeons and Doritos via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Dungeons and Doritos on all of your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.